0: John chapter 11, verse 35, and when you get it, just say, I'm there, I'm there. amen, and you, you got to be ready to jump in here when we say, read, so you don't miss it, amen, amen, amen somebody, yeah. John chapter 11, verse 35, ready, read, Jesus, well, thank you, you may have your seats. You know, this is a very familiar verse. Uh, You know, not just because it is the shortest verse in the Bible. I think the next shortest verse is where it says, Remember Lot's wife. And there's such great power end this little verse with two words that simply says Jesus wept. There's so much power right there. You, you know, uh, most of us, you know, when we were little and we went to the Easter program, we we, we fought over who was going to say Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it was, you know, the shortest you know, verse and 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 we didn't have to to remember a whole lot, and and uh, we jumped up to Jesus. We had five or six kids who just wanted to say Jesus went And not only that, it was always used as the fallback. If if, if a kid came to the Easter program and uh, didn't come to the, the rehearsal and the practice, they said just go up there and say Jesus went Amen. And some of us, how, how many of y'all used to have to say a verse before you ate? Yeah. Some of y'all know something about that. How many of y'all said, Jesus, wept? Because you knew with that verse the food would still be hot when you, after you said it. Amen. But there's so much in this verse that says Jesus wept and and I apologize up front because there's no way I can talk to you and have time to talk to you about all the things that this little verse means this morning just simply Jesus wept and what that means now, now, now there's a few more folks in the word that wept Abraham wept when his wife Sarah died David wept when he knew that God had told him, said, you know, that, that I'm, I'm getting ready to take your son, David, wept, and, and and we know about that. Even Peter, you know, when he denied Jesus three times, and said he wept bitterly, and Jesus looked at it. Oh, how powerful that was. Not only that, we see how powerful it was when Hezekiah was given a message that he was getting ready to die. He said he turned his face to the wall and wept and began to talk to God. How powerful that was. He began to talk to God so much that God felt his heart as he began to talk to him. God sent the man back. He hadn't even got out of the courtyard good yet. And God spoke to the prophet and sent him back and told him, said, I'm adding 15 years to your life. Amen. How many of y'all know that serving God pays off? Added 15 years to his life. And as powerful as that was, it still doesn't match up to what we're talking about right here. Even when we see the fact when Mary wept, amen, for Jesus, it still doesn't match up. To this little verse here that says Jesus wept. Jeremiah was even called the weeping prophet. Because he wept for a nation that had gotten caught up in sin and captivity. But it still does not begin to compare to this little verse that says Jesus wept. Small verse with a big message. And now when you look at all those that are talked about and I could, we could go on and call some more that wept in the word of God you know but now we're talking about someone that wept who was without sin We're talking about somebody that's so powerful. In in, in fact, if you go back to the first chapter of this book, this book of John, it would tell you that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God and the Word was with God. Not only that, it says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. The life was the light of men and the light shining in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. This is the same one that is talking about that wept. A man that had so much power in him that he could speak a word and bring back life. A man that has so much power in him, he can do anything but fail. A man that has so much power in him, he did not even have to show up, amen, to raise life. But we see now, this man, wept. Can we talk about it just a little bit, amen, somebody? Jesus. Wept. when we look at the background here of the text and if we would go all the way back to the beginning of John chapter 11 we begin to look and come down into the text and it lets us know that Lazarus was sick and when we begin to look at Lazarus being sick amen, we, we see that you know that they, at that particular time he was dying and they sent for Jesus, any of y'all ever had to sin for Jesus? About five of y'all. You you you, you sin for Jesus when you pray. Right. How many of y'all have gone through something and all of a sudden you know, you said the only one that can get us out of this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They did the right thing. You sin for you. Anytime something jump off crazy, sin for Jesus. Anytime the baby's sick, sin for Jesus. Anytime there's something you can't handle, send for Jesus. They did the right thing. They sent for Jesus. My God, my God. Let me check again. Is there anybody in here who ever sent for Jesus? Oh, my God, my God. You can think about it right now. You remember where you were, amen, when you thought everything was getting ready to fall apart. And you said, Lord, if you get me out of this. Some of y'all made a deal with God right there. And said, if you get me out of this one. They sent for Jesus. Sent a message to him. Because if you look, they said, you know, they figured, they said, well, you know, we know that he loves us with an unconditional love. So much so that when they sent for him, they figured, they said, okay, he's going to do double time because this is Lazarus, the one that he loves. If you read the text, it'll let you know that he he loved him. In fact, he loves us all. They figured he would do double time and he would get there in double time just to prove. (laughs) <laughs> How much he loved him! All of a sudden, when time went by, you know, it seemed that Jesus wasn't moving fast enough. Because even you know, there, 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 there's another part of, of the of the text. Amen. When we begin to look in the chapter, you know, they they show us Jesus conversating with the disciples, and now and then they give us a glimpse of Mary and Martha, Amen. The 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 the, the siblings of the one that was about to die and we see him dying then we see Jesus in a conversation when Lazarus was dying Jesus got the message and they said that are you going to go? In other words. He said, we're going to go. It's, it's all right. And he said, he waited two more days. And then he said something that would today, if, if somebody said it about our relatives, it would probably cause a fight. Right in the middle of the church. Jesus told him he said that Yes, Lazarus is dead, and I'm glad. Some of y'all did. If, if somebody told you told you that about your cousin, you would have been ready to fight. He said Lazarus. Yes, he is dead. Because at first he told him. He said he's sleep. Well, they said if he's sleep, everything's okay. And then Jesus knew they didn't understand what he said. And he said, No, Lazarus is dead. Oh my God. Y'all stick with me this moment. Said Lazarus is dead. He said he's dead, and I'm glad, but he said the Lord is going to get some glory out of this. I feel like popping a wheelie right there, but you wouldn't get the message if I. Amen. Somebody. Just look at your neighbor right now and say, whatever you're going through right now, God gonna get some glory out of there. And so Lazarus was was dying and there was no doctor there. They didn't have modern medicine that they have like they have right now. And now it says Jesus waits until Lazarus is dead before he departs on his journey. So now he departs on his journey while Mary and Martha had watched him die. They watched their brother die. All of a sudden. Martha gets word that Jesus is coming and she didn't even allow Jesus to get to the house. Martha was hot. She met him on the road. And she said, if you had been here. Our brother would not have died. She was hot. Shows that Jesus didn't say too much at the time but he did later. Now it shows us Mary. See Mary didn't come out, see Mary was still sitting inside. Now I want you to understand who this Mary is. This is the same Mary that cried and took her hair. Good God Almighty. And wiped Jesus' feet. Washed his feet with her tears. In other words, this Mary was a praiser. This Mary was a worshiper. She had seen Jesus do some things she had seen him work miracles she had seen him turn things around and she figured okay now we've already sent for jesus and i know that i'm living all i can live in fact my audio matches my video so i know he shouldn't be doing i'm a tire i'm a prayer i'm a faster something should have
1: happened
0: oh come on i I, I know i'm talking about five of you right now amen somebody she said something should have happened she stayed right there Then here comes Martha Martha came in and whispered to her Jesus is out there Nobody else heard what Martha said so then Mary gets up and she hey, and then and then the, the Jews that were in the room And they were all crying and everything too And so they leave out of the room with her thinking she's going to the grave and she goes To meet Jesus. And she said the same thing her sister said, but I believe with a little softer tone, she said, Jesus. You had been here. My brother would not have died. There's something about a worshiper, thank you, Holy Ghost. Something about a praiser that touches God. Because at this time, it said, Jesus wept. The King of Kings, Lord of Lords, wept. Begin to cry. My God, my God. Can I preach it like I feel it? Because you got to understand, you, you know, Mary felt that I've already prayed down and I've already paid down on a miracle. Oh, come on, somebody. Something should be happening. But here we go. and Jesus, He arrived. Not only did He arrive late, He missed the wake. He missed the viewing at the house. He missed the whole funeral. And he comes in four days late. Now you figured he would have done something because and because by the time we get to chapter eleven, we you got to understand in John chapter two, amen. He changed water to wine, and not only that, when you when we look in John chapter four, amen. He healed the nobleman's son. He didn't even go to his house and brought him back again. He just spoke a word right where he was, amen, and changed things, amen. Changed chemicals, changed dynamics, everything right where things had to come, molecules and cells had to change all. Just because he spoke a word Then if we walk on down a little further we'll see in John 9 There was a blind man that he just touched and healed him Good God Almighty then if we keep on walking a little further, I mean, we haven't even got to John chapter 11 yet, but we see this same God, the same one that was weeping, walking on water. He was walking on the same stuff that was coming out of his eye. Somebody shout glory in here. Amen. All the same God. So then when we get a little closer to chapter 11, we see him stopping a storm. The same Jesus that cried, that wept. Calm the storm. And so we see here that you got to understand it wasn't like he couldn't handle death. It wasn't like he couldn't handle the grave. So we got to understand what's going on here because he could have just sent a word in there. The centurion, amen, told him, said, you don't even have to come to my house. I understand the authority and power that you have. I need some Holy Ghost filled folk to shout in here right now in the name of Jesus that know what I'm talking about. God can change it with one word with one word amen he was so powerful he looked amen and a man called Peter and told him said come and he stepped out on water and walked out on water with one word from the power of the authority of God now we see the man to have no sin crying my God my God See, this same man had raised a young girl. Good God Almighty. Father was named Jairus. He just walked in the room, spoke a word, and she got up. This same man. Was coming into a city called Nain. While wow, The funeral procession was coming out of the city and this same man walked up by the casket where a young boy was laying in the casket and his mother was crying, shedding tears. Amen. While they were going, he reached over and just touched the casket and the boy sat up in the casket and he looked at the mother and said, Behold thy son. Good God Almighty. He had faced death before. But this is a different situation. When he got there, the body had laid dead for four days. Four days. Had laid dead. (laughs) So I'm going somewhere with this. Anybody still with me? Y'all still with me? (laughs) And so we see here when we begin to look at the text, we notice in Hebrew 4 and 15. I'm going to read Hebrew 4 and 15. It says a little light on some. It says, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. In other words, it lets us know that He connects with us. He shares experiences with us. He shares the feelings with us. He is connected with us. Not only that, he understands the issues, circumstances, and situations that we go through. Because it says, that the, the text reads on, and it says, But was in all points tempted, like as we yet without sin. So we see I mean, that he can be touched by how I feel. I came to encourage somebody today. I said he can be touched by how I feel. Good God Almighty. And so there's four points that I want to give you right now about Jesus to encourage you. Talk a little bit about why he actually went. The first point is simply this because he cares. He cares. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why he came. Because he cares. And we got to understand the thing about it is, and, and see, when he wept, shh, let, let me tell you why. Now, this is something that blessed me because when he wept, many preachers want to come in saying, I know how you feel. But Jesus came in and he didn't say a whole lot. He saw them weeping and he sat and wept with them. You got to understand how powerful that is just to sit and weep with somebody. He didn't come in saying a whole lot. He just came in and he began to sit and weep with them. See, don't come in and start saying, I know how you feel because you don't. Oh, come on, somebody. He came and he began to come in and he wept with them. See, you got to understand, in a situation like this, you don't have to say something all the time. See, when my mother passed, hold up just a few minutes. When my mother passed and I was sitting there and my mother was laying in that casket, I knew my mother had gone to heaven. But the thing about it is, I miss my mother. I didn't feel like hearing nobody coming in talking about, I know how you feel. You don't know how I feel. It was my mama. Oh, let me break it all down. It was my mama out of that country. Amen. It was my mama. Amen. She the one bake biscuits for me. She the one fried chicken for me. Come on, somebody. She the one that can't nobody make a biscuit and a, Oh, come on, somebody. Can't nobody make no sweet potato pie like my mama. Anybody know what you're talking about, what I'm talking about right now? And give God some praise for your mama. Oh, come on, somebody. Because that was my mama. I didn't feel like hearing nobody come and say, I know how you feel. No, you don't. Jesus understood that because that was their brother. And so he just came and sat down. Didn't start running his mouth. Weeping and teaching. Some of the preachers ought to catch that right there. Weeping and teaching at the same time. Because he taught us ministers, us clergy right there, that every time you go to somebody's house, when you lose somebody, you don't have to go start running your mouth like you got to have a word from God all the time. Amen. Just sit down and weep with them. That's some of the most powerful stuff you can do right there. Just sit down and weep with them. Sit down and because he let us know in the word, he said, I can be touched by the feelings of your infirmities. He just sat and wept. How powerful that was. Because when they looked over and they saw him weeping, that was comfort in there because that comfort said, we believe now that you know a little bit about how we feel. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm, I'm preaching stronger than y'all saying amen, amen, amen. I'm going to preach myself happy. Amen. You, you, you got to understand, amen. He, he was weeping and teaching at the same time. I, see, I'm one of those preachers that thought every time, years ago, I used to think, and all the time I used to ask, I know how you feel. God is good. He's comforting right now. You know that God, he, he's going to work it out. You know, you never understand. Shut up. Yes. Yes. Sit down and just weep with me for a little while. Oh, come on, somebody. How powerful that is. You know, that there was a there was a story I read about a little girl that was so powerful. And one day she came home. She came home from school and her mother said, you're late. What's going on? Why are you so late? And she said, well, she said, my friend fell down and skinned her leg. And she said, so I stayed to help her. And the mother said, well, what did you do to stay and help? She said, I just stayed and cried with her. I said, my God. She said, I just sat and cried with good God Almighty. It's how powerful it was when Jesus went. Okay. Anybody getting anything out of this? Just shout glory in here right now. And see, my second point is simply this right here. Another reason he cried is because simply he loves you. The Jews in, in the chapter begin to say, they said, oh, how he loved him. Oh, how he loved him. You know, but, but here's, I, I want to let you in on something. But, but you have to understand, see, they were thinking, okay, he loved Lazarus so much. He, he, he's crying over it. All this, but you got to understand, he wasn't crying just over Lazarus. Because he, he's not all been out of shape about a man that he know he's getting ready to raise back up. Thanks, He's crying simply because he saw someone that he loved. He saw us crying. He saw you crying. And because he can be touched by, oh I just need five of y'all to praise him right now. Because he can be touched by your feelings, because of how you feel. He came and already told me, I'm getting ready to go raise him up. But when he saw somebody that he loved hurt, When he saw somebody that he loved, cried. When he saw somebody that he loved, amen. Oh my God, feeling that all, that it was lost, amen. And then always not not gonna see him, not gonna be able to talk to him, not gonna be able to commune with him anymore, amen. When that hurt him so bad on the inside, it touched him so that Jesus wept. Good God Almighty, he just sat there and wept. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> it wasn't because Lazarus was dead. Because he had the power. And what's so awesome about that? Here's a man that can do anything but fail. Here's a man that was, here's someone that was all, all God and all man at the same time. Amen. He could have just waved his hand and everything would have jumped off right there. Everything would have switched. Everything would have reversed. All, but all of a sudden, but you got to understand there's something going on there's something happening. My God, my God. Woo! God is good, y'all. So much love that God sent his son to die for us. Mm, 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 mm. Let, let's move on just a minute here. Y'all still with me? Y'all still with me out there? Now, now look at here. The, the, the next thing I want you to understand is simply this right here. And, and we're going to be here for just a little while. The third thing, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, this is powerful right here because it said he would never leave you nor forsake you now they could have just said he would never leave you but you could be in the house with somebody and forsake them yes sir. you can be right there with somebody and forsake them but it says he would never leave you nor forsake you and so we see him following through with that in the text. We see God moving in that in the text. We see him letting him know that, that you know, I, I'm here. I'm going to be in spite of what it looked like. Don't, don't, don't get caught up in what it looks like. Amen. You got to understand, if I could bring the three Hebrew boys around the microphone right now, they would show you, amen, and tell you, amen, doesn't matter what it looks like, amen, because we were thrown into the fire. who were thrown into the fire. But it's not what it looks like. See, there's somebody, hold up just a minute, because there's somebody right now thinking you're getting burnt up. See that preach right there, by it said, Amen. So there's somebody that think that what you in right now, you getting burnt up, but they don't know God is in there with you, Amen. And God done turn everything around. You, you telling me, oh boy, it's bad now. Oh, gonna. and here you come out driving a brand new car with a four piece suit on, brand new house, and with money in your pocket. Oh, somebody shot fire up in here. Oh, high five somebody tell them say. I just want to inform you, it's not what it
1: looked
0: like. I just spoke something into somebody's situation right there. You better catch that right there. My God, my God, when they, put, when they put Daniel in the lion's den, they felt that the lions were going to tear him up, amen, but it wasn't what it looked like. Oh, my God, all of his enemies got ate up, but Daniel was sleeping with the lion. Good God about it, God going to let you use the thing that's supposed to be demolishing you. He going to let you use it for a pillar. Somebody shout glory up in here. Oh. My God, my God. How far two or three people say it's not what God wants you to know it's not what it looks like. Not what it looks like. Not what it looks like. This, was, this is a situation for revelation. This is a situation for elevation. This is a situation for glorification that God getting ready to do. That's what they couldn't see. That's what they couldn't see, my brother. That it was a situation for elevation and glorification. <laughs> my God, my God. How far somebody say, ain't it bad? Ain't it bad? Good God Almighty. Because sometimes God don't deliver you from stuff, he deliver you through stuff. Oh my God, I had to go through it. I had to go through the fire. Oh, I had to go through the fire, but I'm still here. High five your neighbors, tell them I'm still here. My God, my God. Everybody was betting on you when you were going through it. Preach, everybody betting on somebody. Oh, he ain't gonna come out of this. I tried to tell him. Oh, all that Jesus stuff. I tried to tell him. Amen. Oh, amen. and 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 then when they see you, and, and the fact the mouth, mind, in fact, no matter God in fact, no of God, the blessing so good in that way you were, you wanted to stay in the fire furnace. Oh, somebody shout, rise! Let me give you a revelation on that about that father friend god will put you in a place where there's, there's such blessings are but nobody else can get to you to bother to the you in your blessing all they can do is peep in and see jesus walking around in there with them. They couldn't even get to, uh, see, that. you got to understand, when you go through it, it takes you to a whole nother level. Oh my God. It takes you to a whole new place where folk can't even get to you. They have to look in and call for you because they can't even get close to your blessing. Somebody shout, go right? My God. You got to understand, God will put you in a place. Yeah. They're walking around in there. When they brought them out I was just, I'm just sneaking and preaching two messages right here Some of y'all already caught it Amen. You got to understand when, when, they, when they brought them out Their hair didn't even smell like smoke Their hair wasn't even seen It didn't even smell like smoke or nothing And all they had over them All of them was the glory of the Lord Amen Blessings all over them Oh my God, my God That's what God would do to you You got to stick with God Tell your neighbor, stick with God Stick with God I'm helping somebody in here Somebody in here thought about suicide But God sent me here to tell you stick with God he's ready to turn it around oh you smiling now but God know what you are talk because God sent me here to preach this to you and God never misses a target oh somebody give him praise up off in here my God my God well, that, you got to understand that's why he went. Let, let me can, can I tell y'all something right now the worst thing that you ever went through in your life and 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 and, oh, and you cried about it. Jesus sent me to here to, to tell you He cried with you. Oh, Think of the worst thing, the worst tragedy, the, that that divorce. He cried with you. That car wreck He cried with When you lost some stuff He cried with you. When, you when you didn't get the job Amen God said that He worked it that way Because he had something Better for you He cried with you Even though he was Getting ready to give you What you got now Amen He cried with you Amen he, Now he's getting ready To give you something else And you upset Because you didn't get that But God said If I had given you that You would not experience this Amen That's why That he couldn't give you that Somebody shout glory Up in here my god my god you got to understand that's why, and see, just like Mary and Martha, they thought they were upset because, see, you there's the, the stuff they didn't know that Jesus was doing. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. That there was some stuff they didn't know. One thing they had to understand, Elder, is simply this, because, see, uh, the Sadducees, they taught that after somebody died, right. <laughs> that the spirit stayed in the body for three days.
1: And, uh,
0: come on. Yeah. So if, 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 if Jesus had come the third day, uh-huh. yeah, come on. Uh-huh. if Jesus had come the third day, they would have said, well, the Spirit was still in there anyway. See, he didn't do nothing. But Jesus came on the fourth day on purpose. When God bless you, when God hook you up, but well, while he's getting ready to hook you up, no man can say, I did it. My God, my God, somebody give God
1: a prayer!
0: somebody give it a praise, come on give me some right there, right there, right there, right there, come on give it to me, yeah, You didn't even know it but when you got mad and got all upset with God and said God if you had been here when I prayed you didn't didn't know that God was giving you a hookup you just didn't know you got mad because he didn't do it the way you thought he should do some of y'all got ready to walk away from God some of y'all talked junk to him in private I thought you were done and some of you didn't say it with your mouth but in your mind You were sitting there crying. Jesus wept. Good God Almighty. He wept at the same time He wept knowing He could turn your problem around. Not only did He wept knowing that He was getting ready to turn it around. Even though you didn't understand what he was getting ready to do. Oh, I got this flame this to you. Oh, my God. Even though you didn't understand it. My God. He sat there and he cried because you were hurt. Because you didn't understand what he was getting ready to do. So he cried with you. You couldn't even see it, but he cried with you. You didn't even know it, but he cried with you. Didn't even know he had already turned the heart of the king. Good God Almighty, but he cried with you. He cried anyway when he didn't even have to. He loves you so much he felt your pain and cried. It wasn't that he was crying because he came and said, "My God, I can't do nothing about this." Good God Almighty, he cried. And then you know what he asked him? Can I tell you what he asked him when he was crying? He looked at him. He was hurt so bad. He said, "Where did you lay him?" In other words. Where did you give up? Where did you quit? Show me where you got bitter with me and quit and buried it. Show me where and, and, and see because because some of y'all had done close God off. That's why when He got to the tomb, He said, "Roll the stone back. You got to give me access back. Oh, you got to give me access back." to Where you quit, and where you close me off, you got to give me access back to the situation. And see, that's why God said, You have not what because you asked not. Because, somebody, oh oh. 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 because some of y'all, oh my god, because some of y'all could the read and you still mad with God today. But God said, You close access off to me, oh you gave up and you went the other way. That's why He had asked you, Where did you live? Where did you live? Where did you give up? And when he got there, he looked at God and told God, <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he said, God, I, we've already talked about this and paraphrase him. Let me know. He said we've already talked about this. I've already talked to you. I know you're getting ready to raise him up but for those that are listening that may not believe what that is you yes. I'm going to say this out loud yes. and, he, and he looked at their issue. He looked at what was causing them to cry and what was causing them to weep and sit. he didn't even go in he did what he'd been doing and just sent a word in there. Said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Lazarus, come forth. And the thing that you didn't understand, the thing that you got mad with God about and said he wasn't going to do, the thing, because you didn't understand, it came hopping out. Yes, sir. See, God just sent me to here to tell you this because he knew some of y'all were contemplating, giving up. You still been coming to church. You still been smiling. You still been saying, hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, hey, sis, how you... But in, on, the, on the inside, in your heart, in your mind, because God didn't do it like you thought he was going to do it. Jesus sent me to tell you one thing. He He wept. Even though he knew he was getting ready to hook you up, he went. You got to understand, you don't have a deadbeat dad. Thank you. He's hooking you up so good, you would never imagine what, how good he is to you. Let me tell you something else, see. <laughs> And and, y- and and y'all got to catch this because I know it's gonna mess with some of you because he, he told Martha he said when she when she began to talk to him he can tell she didn't understand he said well, he he you know I'm I'm gonna raise him up he she said I, I know all that you know, it, you know it you know when 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 that day comes and you know it, it, he's gonna raise again he, he said no you don't understand he said I am the resurrection and the life see see you 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 waiting on something that you're talking to good god almighty he said i am the resurrection and the life he said do you believe that you know why because there's a lot of people from mishak there's a lot of people that think this is it This is why people, many times, people cut up so bad at funerals. Because they don't get this right here. See, and uh, the, see, they don't get, see the other thing is simply this right here. See, one, one thing I believe that, that, that Jesus, one reason he wept because he said that we can't see what we're gonna see later on that he can see. See, he sees heaven. He sees he knows what he, See, this is you got to understand. This is why Paul said to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now i I know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mess some of y'all up a little bit right here when I say this, but you got to understand this, you got to think with me. We're going deep. We got you got to think with me here. Amen I to get this. Because see, sometimes you ask people, you say, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm six feet. I'm 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 not six feet under, so you know I'm doing well, I'm on this side but do they really understand what they're talking about see the bible lets us know that when somebody leaves and we know that they they live right and they're going to heaven they say we should rejoice see Jesus demonstrated he said weep with those who weep rejoice with those who rejoice and he he weep with them but see we say those things because we have not seen the other side and you can go get everybody that you used to know that's in heaven right now and ask them that they want to come back. Right? Now, you, see, let me tell you, why do you think, now we're talking about tears right now, but why do you think that when you get there, he said, I'm going to wipe all of your tears. You know it got to be some kind of awesome. I'm going to mess some of y'all up with this right here, but it's okay. We're we, we teaching and we preaching. You, you got to understand, it's got to be awesome for you to get to heaven. And when you get there, you will have your memory. You will have all of the, your memory and your thought, that thoughts and all this. You will have that and you know somebody didn't make it and still not cry. Just think about it. I'm going to let that settle with you right there. That lets you know that God is going to give you a whole new level of understanding and there's going to be a whole that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor have entered into the hearts of man the things that he have for you that's why when you come to church you got to get all you you can't be sitting there playing around you're gonna miss something amen that you i know some of y'all heard it all taught a different way and even preachers say yeah i'm I'm on this side you know you understand paul said the only reason that 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 that, that, you know i'm kind of torn about staying because i don't want some of y'all to miss heaven so if i stay to live as Christ, I'm gonna I'm, I'm still preach Christ. I'm gonna talk about Christ. He said, but that is gain. In other words, I'm gonna get so much more than what I have here. Amen. And many times because we don't understand that Jesus, he weeps. Contrary to what some folks are saying, this is not it. This is not heaven weeping may endure for a night <laughs> but joy is coming I, I, I didn't finish the message but I'm, I'm just stopping I told y'all there was so much I wanted to, I might have to preach a part two to this later on because there's some more I, I, got, I, detect, I got to tell you but I just want you I know I've given you so much part of the day that's, that's different from some of the theology you've been taught But I'm going to stay in the book now. I can show you everything I tell you in the Word. Everyone stand and give God a hand praise in here. Come on, give him a hand praise.